Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 2 Chronicles chapter 28. Ahaz was 20 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years. Unlike David, his father, he did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord. He followed in the ways of the kings of Israel and also made idols for worshiping the Baals. He burned sacrifices in the valley of Ben-Hinnom and sacrificed his children in the fire, engaging in the detestable practices of the nations that the Lord had driven out before the Israelites. He offered sacrifices and burned incense at the high places, on the hilltops, and under every spreading tree. Therefore, the Lord his God delivered him into the hands of the king of Aram. The Arameans defeated him and took many of his people as prisoners and brought them to Damascus. He was also given into the hands of the king of Israel, who inflicted heavy casualties on him. In one day, Pekah, son of Remaliah, killed 120,000 soldiers in Judah because Judah had forsaken the Lord, the God of their ancestors. Zikri, an Ephraimite warrior, killed Messiah, the king's son. Ezrechem, the officer in charge of the palace, and Elkaniah, second to the king. The men of Israel took captive from their fellow Israelites, who were from Judah, 200,000 wives, sons, and daughters. They also took a great deal of plunder, which they carried back to Samaria. But a prophet of the Lord named Oded was there, and he went out to meet the army when it returned to Samaria. He said to them, Because the Lord, the God of your ancestors, was angry with Judah, he gave them into your hand. But you have slaughtered them in a rage that reaches to heaven. And now you intend to make the men and women of Judah and Jerusalem your slaves. But aren't you also guilty of sins against the Lord your God? Now listen to me. Send back your fellow Israelites you have taken as prisoners. For the Lord's fierce anger now rests on you. Then some of the leaders in Ephraim, Azariah, son of Jehoahan, Berechiah, son of Meshilimoth, Jehiziah, son of Shalom, and Amasa, son of Adlai, confronted those who were arriving from the war. You must not bring those prisoners here, they said, or we will be guilty before the Lord. Do you intend to add to our sin and guilt? For our guilt is already great, and his fierce anger rests on Israel. So the soldiers gave up the prisoners and plunder in the presence of the officials and all the assembly. The men, designated by name, took the prisoners, and from the plunder they clothed all who were naked. They provided them with clothes and sandals, food and drink, and healing balm. All those who were weak they put on donkeys. So they took them back to the fellow Israelites at Jericho, the city of Palms, and returned to Samaria. At that time, King Ahaz sent to the kings of Assyria for help. The Edomites had come and attacked Judah and carried away prisoners, while the Philistines had raided towns in the foothills and in the Negev of Judah. They captured and occupied Beth Shemesh, Agilon, and Gerardoth, as well as Soko, Timnah, and Gimzo, with their surrounding villages. The Lord had humbled Judah because of Ahaz, king of Israel, for he had promoted wickedness in Judah and had been most unfaithful to the Lord. 
Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, came to him, but he gave him trouble instead of help. Ahaz took some of the things from the temple of the Lord and from the royal palace and from the officials and presented them to the king of Assyria, but that did not help him. In his time of trouble, King Ahaz became even more unfaithful to the Lord. He offered sacrifices to the gods of Damascus who had defeated him, for he thought, Since the gods of the kings of Aram have helped them, I will sacrifice to them so they'll help me. But they were his downfall and the downfall of all Israel. Ahaz gathered together the furnishings from the temple of God and cut them in pieces. He shut the doors of the Lord's temple and set up altars at every street corner in Jerusalem. In every town in Judah, he built high places to burn sacrifices to other gods and aroused the anger of the Lord, the God of his ancestors. The other events of his reign and all of his ways from beginning to end are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. Ahaz rested with his ancestors and was buried in the city of Jerusalem. But he was not in the tombs of the kings of Israel, and Hezekiah, his son, succeeded him as king. And so we have evil King Ahaz. He was uh, influenced by the wickedness of the northern kingdom. He began to reign when he was 20 years old. He reigned for 16 years, and he followed the ways of um, the kings of the northern kingdom. He made idols. He worshipped the Baals. And this guy went so far as to sacrifice his own children. Extremely evil behavior. He offered sacrifices to false gods, etc. And so because of his apostasy, the Lord allowed Syria and Israel to defeat them in successive wars. The Arameans are referred to, but that's the Syrians. And uh, he was also given into the hands of the kings of Israel. After Israel's win, a prophet intervenes on behalf of Judah with Israel. Uh, His name is Oded, and let me just read from verse 9. But a prophet of the Lord named Oded was there, and he went out to meet the army when it returned to Samaria. He said to them, Because the Lord, the God of your ancestors, was angry with Judah, he gave them into your hand. But you have slaughtered them in a rage that reaches to heaven. And now you intend to make the men and women of Judah and Jerusalem your slaves. But aren't you also guilty of sins against the Lord your God? Now listen to me. Send back your fellow Israelites uh, that you've taken as prisoners, for the Lord's fierce anger rests on you. So Israel responded positively to this prophetic word. The soldiers gave up their prisoners and their plunder and sent everybody home safe. Good response to the prophetic rebuke. But the Lord was still angry with Judah. He judged um, Judah harshly because of Ahaz's evil practices as the king. And uh, the text says specifically, the Lord humbled Judah because of Ahaz and uh, his wickedness. So ultimately, he goes so far as to close the Lord's temple. Let me just read another little passage, verse 22 and following. In his time of trouble, King Ahaz became even more unfaithful to the Lord He offered sacrifices to the gods of Damascus, who had defeated him, for he thought, since the gods of the kings of Aram have helped them, I will sacrifice to them, so they will help me. But they were his downfall, and the downfall of all Israel. Ahaz gathered together the furnishings from the temple of God and cut them in pieces. He shut the doors of the Lord's temple. Now note that. He shut the doors of the Lord's temple. And he set up altars to these false gods on every street corner in Jerusalem. 
and built um, high places to the other gods all over the territory of Judah. This aroused the anger of the Lord. And um, so ultimately the man dies. Uh, He rests with his ancestors. He is not buried with honors with the kings of Israel. But the last verse of this chapter mentions his son Hezekiah succeeded him as king. And thankfully, Hezekiah is going to be one of Israel's best kings. But this man definitely came under evil influence. You know, the Bible says evil companions corrupt good morals. This man fell under the influence of um, uh, the people of the northern kingdom and the idolaters of Syria and um, other nations. And so, Lord, we just pray that we might come under the influence of godly counselors, godly friends, godly acquaintances. God, protect us from evil influence. Protect our, our children and our families from evil influence, from the, uh, the wickedness around us. Lord, protect us from wickedness in media. Protect us from wickedness in uh, the schools and in the businesses and the places where we, we work. Protect us from wickedness in the churches. Lord, let there be godliness arise in our hearts and in the hearts of those around us. And Lord, may we receive words of correction gladly and change our behavior when we recognize it's not in agreement with your will. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.